You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, Becoming Me, I'm so excited because I'm not introducing you to a new warrior friend today. Jackie Brewster is no stranger to becomingme.tv. We've done so many fun things with you. Like you're becoming story twice, a warrior conversation. I speak with you all the time. So I'm just like, I'm chatting with a friend today. I'm excited. I feel the same way. I'm so excited to be here with you and just to see your face. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yep. I've been looking forward to this all week. And I do know, like we do have new listeners at becomingme.tv. So there may be some people who aren't familiar with Jackie Brewster. So just take a minute, introduce yourself before we dive into today's episode on your brand new book. So who is Jackie? Oh my gosh. So Jackie is a lot of things, right? But I I am an Enneagram coach, uh, an experiential specialist, author and speaker, mom of four, married for 24 years, a little over that. Um, and I am um, I a lover of the Lord, like pursue the Lord with all my heart um, and passionate about seeing people uncover and discover more about themselves so they can find freedom in their own lives. I love that. And y'all will have the link to Jackie's Becoming Story in the show notes, because when you even in your introduction just talked about how much you love Jesus, like that was so clear and how you spelled that out in your Becoming Story and just how you got to that point. Like, oh, it was just amazing. So we'll have the link there. You guys will have to, after this interview, go watch Jackie's Becoming Story. Um, But I alluded to it in our intro. Today, we're chatting all things. You have a brand new book the Enneagram and your marriage, and it's a workbook. It's a seven week guide. So Mm -hmm. before I ask you some specific questions about this beautiful master's masterpiece, I really Mm -hmm. want to ask like the story behind the book, like what inspired you to even go down this route? Yeah, that's a great question. I do a lot of work with individuals and couples and, you know, um, and teams and all kinds of things. Uh, but I am passionate about seeing couples find connection. And I think that we go through a lot of different stages in our lives and especially from single through 24 years of marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it, we don't necessarily know why we do what we do or where our patterns come from or, um, how they're getting in the way of our relationships and our, um, commitments. Mm-hmm. And so 
I wanted to bring a tool to people that they could do with their partner um, or they could do it on their own. So it does say it, the Enneagram in your marriage, uh, but I really believe that this tool is is one of those things and it walks you through understanding you. Yeah. So that is what I'm passionate about with people uh, is let me help you uncover and discover more about yourself so that you can understand what's tripping you up. You can understand what health and growth looks like. You can understand when you're not in a good place. You can understand your coping strategies and your defense mechanisms. And so I love to do that with individuals, but when I see it work within the couple, oh my gosh, it changes everything about the relationship because now you're learning how to hold space for yourself, but you're also learning how to hold space for the other person. You're mm -hmm. understanding that the way that you take in information may not be theirs. The way that they seek safety and security may not be the way that you seek safety and security. And it doesn't mean you've fallen out of love. It doesn't mean that you don't match up anymore. It just means that you have to learn how to dance in a new way. Ooh, I love that. And I can personally attest, if you've been around Becoming Me.TV for a minute, I talk about Jackie frequently and the work that I have been doing with you for the last couple of years, really. Um, and it has been so beneficial to who I am and who I'm becoming, but also the awareness. And I love how you word it, the space you hold for yourself. Mm -hmm. So I've learned how to hold space for myself, how to become aware of how I might naturally be wired to something or things from the past and how they resurface and how to grow through those things. And so when I first got, you know, this initial copy of this book and I'm starting to flip through, there's a very specific way you're guiding us through this seven week journey. So tell me a little bit about the structure of the book, how someone journeys through it, and, and then we'll go from there. So there, it's seven weeks and inside of those seven weeks, I break it down to two different Enneagram awareness pieces. So in every single part that I bring to you, I bring a story. Because I feel like as humans, we can relate to stories better oh, than yeah. we can just relate to information, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a story to help you understand the concept. Uh, there's the information around each Enneagram member and that, um, you know, to help you unpack what in the world we're talking about anyways. And then there's an activity that I want you to do with your partner. I do not want, or if you're going to do it as an individual, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't want you to skip over the activities because information is not transformation until you activate it. Mm. And so I can consume and consume and consume all day long, but unless I figure out how to put that information into practice, I'm just kind of a, a head full of, of information, yeah. but I'm not a person using that information in action. And I want you guys to take the information and be able to use it in practical ways to bring connection in your relationship. And that's what I love about working specifically with you and all of the resources that you've put out from your first devotional, the cards that you have, and now even this book I'm excited about because you always have that application piece. And so there are so many tools to discover how you're wired, right? Different personality things mm -hmm. out there, but how you really leverage the Enneagram and coaching us through it is that application. So it's not just head knowledge, but becomes mm -hmm. this heart application of how we're growing mm -hmm. and really learning and growing. Um, so before I keep asking a couple other specific questions about this book, someone who is new and y'all I'll also include the link for the warrior conversation I've had with Jackie, where she really dives into the Enneagram. Just give us a quick overview of if somebody's like, I'm a little lost. What even is the Enneagram? What is this? Right. 
Mm-hmm. So the Enneagram is a personality typing system. And there are nine different personality types within this Enneagram system. Um, and it, it really gives us uh, insight into the patterns of behavior we developed as early as the age of two in our lives. How have we learned to get love? How have we learned to, get, uh, to keep ourselves safe? And how have we learned to get our needs met? And so when we're talking about personality, uh, a lot of the times people think we're talking about behavior. And so this is how I act. So I must be this. But we're actually within the Enneagram system, we're looking at the motivation. Why are you acting that way? Why or what is causing you to do X, Y, and Z? So looking at motivation. And then I love the Enneagram because it gives us a growth track. I'm not telling you, hey, these are all the things about you. So take them, get a sticky note, get a pad of sticky paper, you know, and put those sticky notes all over yourself and then act in that way. I'm not doing that. I'm saying, hey, let's take those sticky notes all off of you and let's pull them back and say like, why am I doing that? Or what, you know, what strategies have I found helpful by using that, that technique? Or, you know, why am I going to that coping strategy? All of those things. So it's really the, the uncovering, discovering of the, the why or what makes us do this. Um, and so within the Enneagram system, it's different than the other, you know, Myers-Briggs and some of the other things are all great. Okay. But the difference with Enneagram is that I'm not going to leave you there. I'm not going to say, well, this is your skill set. And so here you go, go do it. I'm going to say, um, okay, this is some of your behaviors and why are you doing it? What's causing you to do that? And then what does it look like for you to, to live a healthier way? What is blocking you? So as a Christian, Mm -hmm. right. One of the things that I love about this tool is that, um, we, a lot of the times just kind of live in the average range of our personalities and we just kind of do what we do. And this is who I am and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But when you have somebody come in and start to knock on the door of those things and you actually begin to see like, these are the things that are keeping me from a deeper, more meaningful relationship with the Lord. Mm. And the more I surrender myself and my ways and my, this is just who I am to the Lord, the more he gets to come in and fill me and I get to live free. So I'm not boxing myself into this personality behavior any longer. I'm actually finding freedom inside of my own story, inside of my own life, because I've chosen to become aware of my own patterns of behavior. I've chosen to acknowledge the part I play in my own story. So I'm not pointing fingers. I'm looking within and then I can, I can choose to pivot towards growth, which is I want to, to reach the Lord. I want to reach up and I want to be in relationship with him. And that means a surrender, a surrender, a lot of things that I thought were just me. I love how you just unpacked that because I feel like so often it's easy for us to look at a personality tool or resource as a labeling system. Like, well, I'm an Enneagram one, so that's just who I am. And like, Mm -hmm. that is not how we utilize the Enneagram. It is a invitation to growth, an invitation to coming, as I would say, you know? So I love that. One of the things with this book in particular, you talk about it being a foundational piece, right? And so the Enneagram can help us build a foundation for marriage, whether you're single right now or you are married. So talk to me about this foundation and how the Enneagram helps us build that. Yeah, I like that. I I love that we're talking about this because I do think foundational work, people might be like, our foundation is on the Lord and that's where it is. Um, I've been married for 24 plus years, you guys. And I married a man um, that loved the Lord and loved me. 
and I loved the Lord and I loved him. And we started going through life and realized we had no idea what we were doing. And we didn't have conversations. We didn't really understand each other. We didn't know the questions to ask. Um, we just figured like love was enough. If we love Jesus and we loved each other, we're going to get through anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I just have to say like, um, I don't believe that that is true. Because if that was true, then our divorce rate would not be what it is here in the States. It just wouldn't be. So when we talk about foundation, uh, I want to give you tools to help know what questions to ask, what to explore, where to go more than like, how are we going to spend our money or how are we going to divide roles? Okay. Cause you're going to do all that, um, you know, in premarital counseling and things like that, they ask all those questions. This is a much deeper dive. And I do find that this book, it can go from somebody that is like, I want to know more about me before I get into a relationship. You could totally use this book for that. Um, or I'm in the beginning of a relationship. Like I'm in the early stages of marriage, a couple years in, or I'm in the middle of it, or I'm in the thick of it. Okay. At any stage, this, this information is transformational work. Uh, because it helps us to to kind of go back down and figure out what what isn't working or what hasn't worked. And so we can, even if we've been married for a long time, we can come back into this information and say like, okay, let's, let's do a little foundational work. Um, what is your heart longing? What is your unconscious childhood message? You know, what, what triad, what is triads? What does that even mean? And how do you process information? How do you keep yourself safe? Um, when your defense mechanisms are, are loud, it's not boxing gloves. It's a shield. You're really trying to protect yourself here. And so I find, I find that this book really helps to, to dive into a deeper conversation around foundation. It really helps to unpack all the things that we didn't even know to ask. You know, uh, we don't even know, we don't even, we don't know what we don't know. And so that's why I love awareness work because we get to become aware and then we get to make decisions about what we do with that awareness in our own lives. Mm, I love that. And it's so true. Like the foundation is really how, how and why it sets us up to go the distance in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about communication and conflict. Two of the biggest things that we see in relationships, single, dating, engaged, married all the way, friendships even. So how we communicate or don't communicate, how we journey through conflict really matters. How does the Enneagram help us navigate that? Right. Towards the end of this book, we go into a couple different um, pieces of work with Enneagram stances. And so when we look at Enneagram stances, there is a group of um, numbers. So three, sevens, and eights are in the assertive stance. Mm-hmm. They're going to stand independently or push against people in the world. They're going to go after what they want. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you've got another group that's the fours, fives, nines. They are the more withdrawn type. They're going to pull away and try to take in information. And how do they think about it? What do they think? You know, what do they feel about it? How do they want to show up in the world? And then you have the compliance stance, the ones, twos, and sixes. They move towards people. How should I do this? What is right? What is wrong? You know, what is expected of me? And so just even hearing that part of it, you could see where miscommunication uh, definitely happens. So if you are in the assertive stance and you're like, we're going to go charge the hill and you're in a relationship with somebody that's in the withdrawn stance, they're looking at you like a deer in a headlight. What hill are we charging? What are you talking about? You need to slow slow this down and make it make more sense, you know, or I don't know that I want to go charge the hill with you, um, but I don't know that I'm going to say anything about it. I just might avoid it. 
Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, one thing that is, you know, beautiful about relationships is that we're looking for people, you know, in our relationships, like, are you accessible? Can I get to you? Mm-hmm. And when, when I reach for you, are you available to me? Are you going to respond to me? And how are you going to respond to me? And then are you going to engage with me? You know, in the things that I care about, I want to engage with the things that you care about. So healthy adult relationships this is reciprocal around uh, accessibility, responsiveness, and engagement. And this Enneagram tool helps you figure this out. So mm-hmm. taking a little bit of information around stances helps you say like, oh my gosh, I don't think that I am accessible to my partner because my partner is overwhelming me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so sort of withdrawn, right? can be like, I don't know how to do this. And so this book gives you tools. It gives you words. It gives you insight into how to become accessible how to have the conversations around um, maybe the approach, how we're going to talk to each other and communicate with each other and what we both need. Just because somebody has a more dominant personality doesn't mean that they get to run the show, okay? Just because somebody is more withdrawn doesn't mean they they get to quietly control the show. Mm -hmm. There's, there's, you know, it's very different. Um, So there's stance work in this book. And then there's also towards the end of this book, um, there's a uh, connection groups and, um, and another grouping. I can't, I don't have it in front of me right now, but there's two different groupings that really help you uh, to un- understand more, even more in depth, how you relate and what's happening inside of that, why things get confusing, why things get missed, um, why you get frustrated. You know, there's a positive outlook group. So I'm a, I'm a seven. So two sevens and nines, the positive outlook group, everything's going to be fine. We're going to be good. Um, well, the, the other two groupings do not feel like this. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's one that's like reactive, the four, five of uh, the four, sixes and eights. They, they want a reaction. Like, um, I need, before I can move on and say it's good, I want you to recognize that I don't think it's good. So you know what I'm saying? So you can be all happy and you know, rose colored glasses, but I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. And so, so understanding that, um, or there's a compliant group, the ones, the threes and the fives, this group is more like, um, they're, they're a little, um, you know, shut up on the emotional side of it when it comes to this more task oriented, give me the information, tell me what's expected of me, and then I'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. But the other two groupings don't feel like that. The reactive group is like, show me something, give me some type of facial expression that tells me you're alive, that you care about what I'm saying to you. You know, yes. you can imagine fights that happen inside of that, that pairing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, or the rose colored glasses, the two, seven, nine positive outlook and the one, three, five, um, you know, these groups, it's like, I just need the information. It's going to be fine. Give me the banking information. It's going to be fine you know, it can feel like it's not going to be fine. Give me the information. And so fights, fights happen because of miscommunication. Um, And inside of all of this, I feel like if you understand the stuff about you, you can own your side of it. If you understand the stuff about your partner, you can have more empathy and compassion towards it. Yeah. 100%. Even in sessions with you, when you've equipped me with these resources, my sister's a seven, I'm a one. And so we just heard how we're in these different Mm -hmm. groups, right? And so I will be giving her this information. She's like, hey, it's good. And so, so often we were like, you're not seeing from my vantage point and being able to know this about each other. Now Mm -hmm. we both actually come into conversations where she's like, I'm going to pause. 
and I'm not going to give you the rose-colored glasses for a second. We're going to talk about the facts, and then we'll mm-hmm. get there. And like yeah. we both will say that to each other. And we're like, hey, we're rocking our Enneagram right yes. now. But it yes. helps drastically. Mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. want to go back to, you said three really important words, which actually in my last session with you, you unpacked with me, and it's been a game changer personally, from mm-hmm. if you are available, if mm-hmm. you're responsive, and you're engaged, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Right. And so my last session, we talked about that in terms of relationships and friendships and dating. And Mm -hmm. I was literally on a call with a friend last night. We're both single. We're both navigating dating. And I brought up those three words. You know, my coach equipped me. Mm -hmm. And here's how I'm looking at guys right now. These three ways. Are we available? Are we responsive? And are we engaged? And how am I working with those three? Mm -hmm. And it was like a light bulb for her as well. Because Mm -hmm. often we might be one or two of those things, but a third is missing and figuring out why and what. And it just was a game changer for how Mm -hmm. I viewed relationships. Mm -hmm. It is probably one of my favorite um, aha moments of late is, is just I am, I'm super practical in the way that I teach the Enneagram and the way that I coach my clients. Um, I want you to be able to take this information and make it make sense in your life. And so I like things that are grabby. I like things that are really, really practical. And so this just made sense. Like, are you accessible? If I reach for you, are you going to respond to me? And then how are you responding? Because if I reach for you and you don't give me eye contact, and you don't respond to me. I've been, you know, married a long time. So my husband is an Enneagram three and he, um, he loves to work. He really loves to work guys. So he loves his phone and his computer and he loves to work. And so there's been times in our relationship that I have reached to see if he's accessible and he does not respond or he's standing there. Um, here's what I say to him but doesn't lift his eyes to give me eye contact or doesn't, doesn't, um, he might like not, he doesn't, it's probably not even a nod. It's like, yep, but there's nothing else going on. And then I'm like, oh, you don't care. So I reached for you. You didn't respond in a way that made me feel seen. Mm -hmm. And so, and you're not willing to turn to me to engage in what I want to talk to you about right now. And I understand that this dance isn't always like, as soon as they reach for you, you have to respond or you have a messed up relationship. No, 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 no. It is like, it's reciprocal. So if I reach for him and he gives me eyes for a quick second, he's like, hey, hold on a second. Let me finish this email that I know like, okay, he heard me. He's going to come back to me. So he responded and then we can engage in a couple minutes or 30 minutes whenever he, he has the bandwidth to, to talk to me about whatever I want to talk about. So it is that, that reciprocal relationship and that cycle that has been so incredibly helpful. Now, this is definitely for, for dating and marriage, definitely pairs with this book that I wrote. But if we take this into just our friendships and our work environment, if you're a parent uh, with your children, this is the same principle for healthy dynamics within relationship. People want to know when they reach for you that you're going to be available. They want to know that you're going to respond to them in attuning yourself to other people, paying attention to other people's facial expressions of body language and what they need, not just what you need, is essential for healthy communication. Mm-hmm. So attuning to other people and then the engagement, how are you going to engage with the people around you? Mm-hmm. So don't make people feel like they're an inconvenience or a burden or that you're tolerating them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this 
this, sometimes we do feel like that. I understand. But um, I try to make people feel celebrated, not tolerated. That is, that is my goal in life, wherever I am, at the grocery store, at the doctor's office, at the kid's school, with my husband, with my children. I want people to feel celebrated, not just tolerated. Oh, and you definitely, you do that for sure. Oh, thank you. So knowing you, absolutely. You know, obviously in becoming me at CV as y'all are listening or you're watching this interview today, like I hope you're already hearing the value no matter what relational stage you're in. Like this is a resource for you. Um, I'm single. I'm going through this workbook. I'm really excited to build this foundation now and be very aware of me. So that way I can show up in a relationship being my best and set up to really win, not being perfect my Enneagram oneself, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. showing up with my best. So Jackie, if you were being like, Emily, here's how I want you as a single woman to journey through this workbook. Mm -hmm. How would you coach me to do that? Mm -hmm. Yes. So um, slowly, I know it's seven weeks. You can do it in seven weeks. Um, But the more, the most important thing is you being able to have time to reflect on the different parts of um, the Enneagram number that most resonates with you. You being able to have time to be curious, to get, you know, to walk into the story of your own life and to really reflect on, uh, is this true about me? Where is this coming from? And not everything you read is going to be true. Okay. So some of it, we're just going to toss out. Yep. It's not really me. Now, if you're like throwing that out really, really fast, I want you to drag it back in and take a good hard look at that because sometimes we don't like to see what's right in front of our face about ourselves. And so um, I'd love for you not to go super fast with this workbook, but just to take some time and reflect each part of it. Uh, You know, it is a workbook, so I want you to write in it. I want you to journal in it. I want you to to doodle in it. I don't care. Uh, Information that you hear is is like um, captured at like 10%, okay? Mm -hmm. Information that you actually activate, it's like it's in the book. It's like at 60 to 80%. It is like a ridiculous uh, retention rate when you actually do something with the information. And so my goal for you would be to just start going through it. And we've done a lot of work. So this Mm -hmm. for you is going to be like, yes, and yes, and yes, and yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But even at the very beginning, there's a section that's kind of like an overview Mm -hmm. and and looking at those childhood messages, like um, the Enneagram one's messaging of like, it's not okay to make a mistake. Okay. Reflect on that. And you might even journal around, like make a little arrow and write, like, where does this come from? Where does this stem from? Is this something I felt all my life? Is this something maybe I heard or perceived? Uh, Where does this come from? And then the next part of it, um, you know, I want to be seen as good and right in the eyes of others. Okay. How loud is that in my life right now? How loud is that? Is that keeping me from anything? Is that um, helping me in certain areas of my life? And I would want you to do that. Like there's, I think five, there might be six uh, parts of this at the very beginning of this and just sit with it and go through it. Read the, the overview of your number. Then we're going to go into subtypes and really sit with that information. So I guess I want you to sit with it. I want you to go slow. I want you to reflect and I want you to get curious. I love it. Where can people get this workbook? Where can they get it right now? So it's on Amazon. Um, Baker Books has a bookstore online. I think it's 40% off if you pre-order it. It's 30% off once once it drops. So that is a great place to buy the book. Free shipping on that as well. Um, but uh, anywhere books are sold. 
That's so amazing. And, you know, I've been, I know I've been saying this multiple times throughout this time with Jackie, you guys, but I cannot say enough how transformative my time with Jackie is um, from coaching to all of the resources that you put out. I shared a story recently um, of how I felt stuck going into my thirties. And that's really when I started coaching with you, individual mm-hmm. coaching. And I have a new tradition that I love where on my birthday, I have a coaching session with you. And that's just how it's worked in our calendars. And so I remember turning 31 and I did not want to turn 31. Like I was so bummed about it the night before I was like, I'm not going to sleep because then I won't turn 31. Of course, Mm -hmm. that makes so much rational (laughs) sense. And um, I naturally fell asleep. I go into a session with you on that birthday. And I remember just being because we had done so much work together already. I was comfortable to be honest, laying it all out on the table. And you listened so kindly. You celebrated where I was. And then you called me up and you just reminded me like, hey, there are things that you can't control. And this relationship piece that you're focusing so much on, you can't control. You can go get any dude right now, but you can't control meeting the right guy in God's best Mm -hmm. timing. Mm -hmm. So you need to shift your focus. And then you gave me these tools. um, And from there, and at the time that we're recording this, we're coming up to almost a year. So I'm getting ready to turn 32 Mm -hmm. in a couple Mm -hmm. months now. And I'm excited about this birthday because of the resources that you have equipped me with to really understand Emily, and then not just stay in a knowledge piece, but grow through it. And so I know confidently, I think looking back a year ago, I wasn't even ready to step into a relationship because there were so many things I did not know about me. And I would have stepped into whatever relationship at the time and not been the best me or set us up to win. And now I'm growing, I'm becoming me. And so I say all that to say this resource will be a game changer for who you are right now, whether you are single, not talking to anybody, whether you're online dating, you're dating, engaged, married, like this is going to help you be the best you Mm -hmm. and it's going to help your relationships win. So thank you. Mm -hmm. You're amazing. Oh, thank you so much. I'm super excited about this book too, because I feel like it is transformational work. Yes, it is. Is there anything else about the book that you would want to share as we wrap up this time together? Um, it is a labor of love, like, uh, everything about that book, uh, really it, it stems from years of my own experiences, um, years of my own therapy, um, years of investing and resources to help me understand how to hold space for people. Um, and also years of coaching people and how, um, how relationships do work and how they can work and how they can be better. And just remember you guys that all human beings are created for connection. And so understanding yourself and how you connect to other people will just help people to hold space for the person on the other side of that. Yeah, absolutely. Jackie, where can people connect with you online? So I'm on Instagram as Enneagram with JB and I love to talk to you. So if you want to message me or all those things, I really do love to talk to, to people in general, but uh, I love to see, you know, talk to my audience. And then I have a website, EnneagramWithJB.com. You can go there and there's all kinds of resources as far as coaching or speaking engagements, books, resources, free PDFs. Um, and um, uh, yeah. 
that's it. That's, that's awesome. It. I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah. <laughs> go follow Jackie. That's where I'm going with it. Yes. And go buy the book. Yes. Y'all, we'll have all the links for the book for connecting with Jackie in the show notes, along with links for her becoming story, past warrior conversations, basically all the things. Um, Jackie, you're just such a gift. I love you dearly. You have transformed like who I am, who I'm becoming. And I would not be becoming Emily if it, if you weren't on this journey with me. So thank uh, you. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.